You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 75 of Take a Bow. I'm your host, Eli Tokash, and we have a very exciting episode coming at you all today. Thank you, everyone, again for your patience. Um, I know this one is being aired a little later than it normally is. Um, it is still Thursday. Uh, you may not be listening to this on a Thursday, though. Um, but Nonetheless, we have an incredible uh, episode coming out for you all today with an incredible guest, a longtime friend of mine who I have done several shows with, and we kind of talk a lot about it. Um, And she has a very, very exciting project coming out uh, tomorrow, October 29th, which is Friday. So it may already be out by the time you're listening to this. Um, So it's very exciting, and we kind of dove right into it. Um, We... If you don't know the guest yet from the title or whatnot, it is Alexa Shanejak, who uh, was in Mary Poppins with me. She was in A Christmas Story with me. Uh, She was also in plenty other shows, and we talk all about it coming up. But first, let's talk some news, shall we? Happy opening to Carolina Change, who made their Broadway opening to their, like, revival, I guess, um, just this past week. And I... the. Reviews are incredible. Uh, the Everyone who went to go see it and everything, I've heard nothing but great, great things. Um, happy uh, first preview to Trevor the Musical, which made its off-Broadway debut on Tuesday. Excuse me, Monday. They made their off, uh, off-Broadway debut on Monday. And once again, I have heard great things, and I will be seeing it friday october 29th and then of course on opening november 10th so very exciting for that and i will be giving you all my uh kind of my thought yes i'm very excited to go see and revisit that show um there's some exciting things happening there's some unfortunate news that we got as well um dana h and is this a room which Dana H was one of the shows that I did the red carpet for, which was the last episode. If you listened to last week's episode, um, it was kind of at the red carpeting opening night of that. They announced that they will be closing November 14th. And then is this a room will be closing on November 13th. It's very, it's very good. Like, I don't understand why I guess they, they're just not able to get people in the door because the reviews are great. Um, I loved I love them. I I only saw Is This a Room, but I'm going to go see Dana H before it closes. I absolutely loved the show. Um, So I definitely recommend to go see that before it closes if you are in New York and if you are able to do that. Um, I promise you, you won't regret it because it is very good. It's very fascinating and it's all true, which makes it all like even crazier. So um, 
stay go keep an eye out for that and if you can uh if you're in new york and you're like oh what show should i see go see dana hr is this a room because it's closing super soon um there's some exciting news from uh the broadway records sound uh kind of world um that i've actually had on the podcast um so broadway records all of these albums that i'm gonna be announcing that we have talked about on the podcast here um all of these albums are eligible for grammy consideration and nominations um so if you want to go and vote for them you very well can and they could be an actual grammy nominated album the following album are in consideration for grammy nominations in the light edge of the world falling in love with mr delamort Live Your Life, Nick Cordero, live at 54 Below, and there's many, many more. Um, I've talked about Nick Cordero's album a lot on here. I've talked about Edge of the World, which is the one with Ethan Slater and Nick Blameyer. Falling in Love with Mr. Delamort was part of the Flea Market episode. I had the writer and composer of that. Uh, and then In the Light was the one with Antonio Cipriano, and we had Sierra Renee in it, and we had all kinds of Broadway uh, stars. And we have another exciting album that was just released that we are going to start talking about next month. Well, really next week, because uh, it's going to be like a, a kind of November takeover with this album. So I'm really excited to announce that. Um, but stay tuned, and it's going to be another album that is uh, hopefully in the beginning stages that hopefully um, something continues to it continues to grow and something comes out of it. So um, we won't announce that just yet, but there are other things to announce and talk about. I Put a Spell on You premieres tonight at uh, Thursday at uh, 8 p.m. For everyone watching, you can donate to Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS and get access. Um, you can go online to Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS or you can search up I Put a Spell on You in the internet and uh, you can now watch that. Now, I know I said that it is premiering Thursday, October 28th, which is the day this episode aired. However, you can see it through November 1st. So you can see it up until Sunday um, if you if you happen to miss it on Thursday. So very exciting. It's starring Jay Armstrong Johnson. It's starring Todrick Hall, Gavin Creel, Will Swenson, Eva Nobuzada, Jonathan Burke, Mila Jam, and so many more. Uh, we were able to talk about this uh, project a lot with Jay Armstrong Johnson when he was on the podcast. We also had Jonathan Burke on the podcast. We didn't really talk much about this. Um, but nonetheless, of course, the other people I mentioned, I mean, Todrick Hall, Gavin Creel, Will Swenson, even Nobuzada, ever heard of them? Um, Broadway stars are all involved in this and volunteering their time to create entertainment and to raise money for Broadway Cares, Equity Fights AIDS. So very exciting stuff. And I actually have a spookathon going along. Um, I don't know if you all follow Take About Podcast Instagram or my personal Instagram, but I posted a lot about there. Everyone who kind of was associated with the show is currently all separately raising money for uh, Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS. And with my Spookathon, it's a little special because the biggest donor, no matter what, um, the biggest donor will have a choice of one of three prizes. So you should definitely check it out. It's going to be the prizes include um, kind of things that 
our merchandise maybe from shows or maybe take a bow, um, maybe a class with a Broadway star or an acting thing. There's a couple things to choose from. So stay tuned, maybe tickets. Um, I don't know. You'll we'll have to find out. Um, so go consider checking that out and uh, donating to Broadway Cares because it all goes straight to Broadway Cares. And uh, yeah, Spookathon, it's in my Instagram bio. Um, I can also attach it to the episode description of Take a Bow. Um, and I would really appreciate it if you could uh, go check it out. And uh, with that being said, uh, there's not much other news other than, like I said, I'm going to go see Trevor. And then we, we talk about this, but I guess I'm going to include this as well. Um, Alexa Nijak is going to be in Paranormal, The Next of Kin. And that comes out tomorrow, Friday, October 29th on Paramount Plus. Really tonight at like midnight, um, which is tomorrow. But like, you know what I mean? Um, um, so, yes, Paramount Plus, go check that out. It's with today's guest, Alexa Shanejak. And we're going to talk a bit about it and uh, hopefully get her back on so that she could talk actually more about it. And uh, I'm really excited for it. So stay tuned. And we're turn, we'll turn it over to the Drama Dictionary. This week's Drama Dictionary is actually going to be dress rehearsal versus invited dress. A dress rehearsal, I, I got this actually, I got this question from someone this week in, in college. And I was like, oh, well, I can kind of explain this. And so I figured more people would be um, unaware of these terms and kind of the differences of them. So a dress rehearsal is when a cast is in their... Um, in their rehearsal process and they are doing a they are doing a regular rehearsal and they're still learning the show and whatnot and um or they're they've just finished like blocking the rest of the show and then all of a sudden they add the costume component to the rehearsal so this is the first time that they like get into costume and they do the show in costume and everything like that and so they are able to fully like do the show for the first time and that's kind of what a dress rehearsal is now an invited dress rehearsal is when a uh, a group of people or um everyone gets uh kind of two tickets in the cast and creative and like a bunch of people are invited to either fill up the fill up the um audience and whatnot or just to like come sit in and watch a rehearsal um and that's usually that's typically the last ever rehearsal before they start going into performances. So an invited dress essentially means they invite a bunch of people to watch the final performance just to see how everything is before they fully put it out to a full audience for like the first time. And so an invited dress, when you are invited to a dress rehearsal, that is usually the first audience that ever sees the production um of of that version because usually they only do it once they're opening so very very fun stuff uh and dress rehearsal is just as fun especially because it's there's an added component for an actor and the performers because it's the first time they're able to have you know costumes wigs and they're really able to incorporate everything into their role and then of course it's also extra special for an, a performer when you have an invited dress rehearsal because it's the first time you're going to be doing it for a live audience. So very exciting stuff with that dress rehearsal. And I hope that kind of sums that up and makes everything clearer. They are completely different things, but they're similar in a lot of ways. Um, one is just 
you know, it's it's a lot of first. Both have first. One is the first time you're going to be wearing costumes. One is the first time you're going to have an audition, uh, an audience, not an audition. Oh my goodness. Um. So yes, that kind of sums that up. And without further ado, we're going to turn it over to Alexa Shay Nijak. Alexa Shay Nijak, curtain up. <laughs> So this week, we have an extra special guest on today's episode, someone who is both my show sister and what feels like real-life sister. She has been in three Broadway shows, two tours, three off-Broadway shows, tons of TV and film, commercials, voiceovers, you name it, and she's done it. Uh, There is so much to learn from today, and I could not be more excited. So welcome to Take a Bow, a true triple threat, Alexa Shaynijak. Hi, thanks so much for having me, Eli. (laughs) Oh my God, stop. I'm so excited for this. This has been way overdue. um, And I'm just so excited to to get to know you more. I feel like... I feel like I should know all of these answers, but if I don't, I can't wait to learn about them. Yeah. So um, first, I like to start off like every episode and asking like everyone who's on, like what kind of got them interested in like performing arts mm-hmm. in general? Yeah, sure. Um, well, I started in dance, actually. That was kind of my first love. Um, mm-hmm. I did ballet when I was five and um I kind of stumbled into things because it was like what my older sisters were doing. So like they were doing ballet and so I wanted to do it. Um, and like I would kind of, I would do these things where like I blasted um, uh, Roxy from Chicago and I would like dance around in my living room and like like little things here and there, like I would use our oven handle as like a ballet bar. And my mom was like, okay, like maybe, you know, this is something. And so I did dance first. And then again, my sisters were doing like this theater group in our town called Open Fields. And um, they were putting on a a show like they do every year. And so um, they auditioned. And so I was like, I'm going to audition. And my sister sang Fabulous from High School Musical 2. Oh, my God. Stop it. (laughs) And I (laughs) was right after her. And I sang the exact same thing. Stop it. Yeah. And so um, we all got in, of course, because everybody gets in. Um, But then I I got my first solo because everybody gets a solo at some point. And I went home and I told my mom and I was like, I I got a solo. And she was like, oh, that's so exciting. Like she had no idea. I could sing and neither did I. Um, yeah. And so like I did the, I did the show and then, you know, the, the guy who created open fields um, who founded it, his name's Keith Greenfield. And he came up to my mom and just said, you know, like um, I think your daughter might have something you should kind of pursue this. And so like I started doing regional shows and then I stuck with musicals and then yeah. the rest is history. Yeah. And that was all back in Massachusetts. Yes, right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm from okay. a small town called Dover, Massachusetts, and um, it all started there. And like, it's super wild because it just so happens that one of the original Jane Banks on Broadway, Catherine Doherty, is from the same town as me, yeah. and she had already done Mary Poppins at that point. And like, her mom and my mom were good friends, and so like, we had this wonderful connection to like New York City and Broadway that we 
probably mm. wouldn't have had um, otherwise. So it just, it weirdly worked out. Um, like very, very small world, but very, very lucky um, to be there. Super weird. Yeah, absolutely. yeah. And then, so you were doing, you were doing your, your regional theater yeah. at, in Massachusetts. Yes. And then you did that until like, 11 and then you kind of made a small temporary move to New York? Yeah, I can't exactly remember when I started auditioning in New York City. I would say mm -hmm. maybe I was like, I don't know, I thought I was eight or nine. Um, okay. That might be too young, but I definitely started, I would say nine. Nine, I, I think that's a solid time. I started doing like auditions for Broadway. Um, and like, it was all new to me. So of course I had no idea, you know, what I was doing. Um, no, right. Yeah. So my mom and I would just drive into the city and do auditions and drive back. It was like day trips. Thinking back now, I'm like, we just like drove to New York City in a day. It was nuts. Um, yeah. Yeah. So then I, I started auditioning when I was nine, maybe. And then I, I made my Broadway debut when I was 11. So a lot of time, yeah. a lot of effort. <laughs> Thank you, parents. You Thank you, Paula and Drew. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. My faves. Yeah. Hi, Mom. Hi, Dad. <laughs> no, not actually. Um, no, we literally, like, we'll get into it a little more. But, like, when you were doing Matilda and I was doing either Pippin or Finding Neverland, we would literally, like, switch parents yes. for, like, a couple weekends. So, like, literally, like, they're parents to me. Yeah. Um, no. Same. So, so you... <laughs> Yeah, literally. So you made uh, your Broadway debut in A Christmas Story. Yes. Um, first of all, what was that like? What was it like? So you started auditioning for when, uh, in New York when you were nine, and then you're finally making your New York City Broadway debut. Um, what What was it like to just like get the call and kind of, kind of, you know, it, it's like the next step. Yeah, you know? it was like, it was probably the, arguably one of the greatest days of my life. Um, I got an audition for A Christmas Story, and this was, like, a few days before the audition, which I feel like is pretty unheard of. I don't know. I feel like with musical theater, you tend to hear a little bit more in advance, um, but it was for an emergency replacement, and so it was, like, everything was going to be super fast-paced, which I didn't know, but still, it was. And so, um, usually my mom drives me into the city. But she couldn't for some reason this time. So for the first time, my dad was going to bring me, which was like unheard of. Um, it's just like, so I was like, okay, like this is like a new terrain, you know? Um, so I was like, there was that. And then like we took the train, which we sometimes do, but like mostly we drive. And I was like, well, the train is like super fun. So it was like all these exciting things happening that day. Um, oh my God. And then, yeah, we got there and... I sang my song. I think I messed up in like the last bar or last few bars, but I like kept going and I could see yes. like, you know, obviously you don't look right at the people you look above at their heads, but I could You're see right. their heads kind of bobbing along and nodding like, oh, she kept going. That's good. You know? Right. Um, and so, <laughs> yeah, usually I'm so hard on myself, but in that moment I was like, you know, it's okay. They like, they were okay with it. And so I'm okay with it. And then they had mm -hmm. me do the sides and I was like, that was easy peasy and fun. And, um, and then they had me stay to dance. So I danced. Um, and like, it was this wonderful experience and I just had such a good feeling leaving. Um, and I like got to the train with my dad and we <laughs> got on the train, literally stepped onto the train and I got a phone call 
from my manager no way. at the time. Yes. And she was, it was probably a half an hour later. And she was like, get off the train. You're starting <laughs> like in two days or something ridiculous. Stop it. And I was like, what is happening? Like the train doors closed. So I was like, do we like stop? You know, do we ask to get off? And then right. she realized like, oh no, tomorrow's Thanksgiving. So it starts like next week. So you have some time. But anyways, I was wow. on the train ride home and the entire time, the entire four hour, you know, train ride, drive, whatever to get home. I knew the whole time that I was going to be in this show and I didn't call anybody because I wanted to tell them in person. And so it was just oh. like <laughs> agony, but also like right. I was on cloud nine and I just remember getting home and like my mom, I remember I walk around the corner into the living room and my mom and my sister were sitting there and I walk in and I say, I'm, I'm, I'm so sad. I won't be able to do open fields this year. And they said, why? And I said, well, because I'm going to be in a Christmas story. And I just remember oh my, my mom just like, she starts crying and she gives me the biggest hug. Oh. And then like, it was just like the greatest, craziest day. And then I had open field rehearsal after that. And I, I went up to, to Keith Greenfield and I gave him a big hug and said, I'm really sorry, but um, I did get this show. And of course he was super supportive. And it was just like a wonderful end to the day. Like, kind of full circle getting to go to this rehearsal and then like telling everybody that I, I started doing shows with that I was going to be um, on Broadway. It's just like a crazy day. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it crazy? One little day can just like, just like change your life yeah. literally like forever. One phone it's call. Like, I mean, it's not. Yeah. It literally like 10 minutes in a room can change your life. Yeah. I don't understand it, but it, it's true. It's bonkers, it's this business. <laughs> it, bonkers. So talk to me. So you were emergency replacement. Okay. Yeah. So everything was just like, you had a completely different experience to everyone else involved. Um, And then you were kind of just like thrown into it and had to learn it really quick. Tell me what that experience was like. And then kind of when did you start to really feel like, comfortable and like yeah. just like relaxed you know in the um in like the environment or like being on broadway um both yeah. like in the environment but also just like in general mm. just like when did you feel like okay i can take a breath because i i i get this i'm caught up yeah. or i'm where i need to be or whatever and like or or, or was it ever that until it like opened yeah. like what was that like <laughs> um so at that point, I so I got the call. I started a week later, and I had 10 days of rehearsals. That was it. Oh, my God. So it was like a Thursday to like the next Sunday, and then I was going on that Tuesday. It was oh craziness. So like I went to the show. I met everybody. I met John Mara, our guardian. Um, I met like – Wait, was the show open? It are, Yeah, it opens. So oh. what happened was is um, B. Tolchin – who is another yes. dear friend of mine. Um, she, of course, booked and busy, got Matilda and uh -huh. um, in the middle of a Christmas story. And she was, of course, in the original Broadway cast. So she had to leave a Christmas story. There were only about like three weeks left in the production, I think, um, oh. in the run. So I was just replacing her for those final few weeks. So it was like immediate. Um, I had 10 days to rehearse. I had my, my dress rehearsal and then, you know, I would go on that Tuesday. Um, and 
it was in one of these cases, it was very lucky that we were, you know, the same size because again, going down to like the little details of what replacements are like, you have to like fit into the costumes. And so of course, like that was a factor of me getting the role was like, I was the exact same Mm. size as she was. And so, yeah, it was like, it really, everything kind of worked out, but I had 10 days. I, you know, did everything. I went to the show. It was, it was intense, but like, I never kind of doubted that I could do it, which is really wonderful. I feel like I was just like still kind of riding that cloud of like, I'm going to be in this show. And I was super excited and, and having the best time. Um, And like, didn't fully realize I was kind of having like one-on-one rehearsals, which is like super exciting. Um, Yeah. But yeah, it was like the craziest time. And then I, I went into the show and like, you know, was nervous about that because everyone was already in their rhythms and I was kind of like finding my way still. And like, I had no idea, of course, what I was doing because this was my Broadway debut. So I was like, is this what every show is like, you know? Yeah. Um, right. Little did I know this was like a completely different experience. And like, had I, I don't know, it was kind of nice that I started with this like crazy, like fast paced thing. Cause then I felt like it kind of prepared me for like really being on top of my game um, 24 seven. Yeah. And it was like, then my Broadway debut happened like a week later and oh my gosh, it was nuts. And like (laughs) getting reacquainted with all these people and, and, you know, they had already been like a group, these kids. And so like joining that was kind of overwhelming and nerve wracking. Cause I was like, I hope they, they like me, you know? Um, yeah. And like, we got along great. And like some of these people are still my, my lifelong friends, of course. And yeah, but it and was some just... that you like worked with again. Yes, exactly. Oh my gosh, so, yeah. Grace Capeless, Annalise Carpacci. Um, yes, will be, but you know, I didn't. And like the wonderful thing too is like B is such a wonderful person that we were like she was just kind of like passing on the baton and like, and then I ended yeah. up joining her, Matilda. So it's like it's just a crazy, a crazy business. But yeah, it was such a unique experience that I've never had something like that ever again. Um, but it's funny because that's like how my my whole experience started on Broadway. So yeah, <laughs> like little did I know that's not what it's like at all. Um, right. But like kind of good practice. Like looking back, I'm you know, yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. Um, but in yeah, a way that's like... no, I was just yeah, yeah, thanks. Um, no, and then like I wanted to answer your second question with regards like, did I ever? feel like I got into it. I feel like, you know, after a while, once you start doing more shows, you get comfortable with it. But the show ended then after like three weeks. So I feel like I was just getting in the rhythm and then like it closed. And I was like, well, that was crazy. Um, Right. And like, again, having, you know, no Broadway experience, I was like, I don't, I'm just kind of flying by the seat of my pants at this point. Um, And just like Mm -hmm. enjoying the ride. Uh, And then I think maybe like after that and then going to a, a different show, having that kind of under my belt, um, being to hand, being able to handle it. Um, I think I, having one credit for Broadway under my belt, I feel like I was a little more confident. I'm like, okay, I think I can, I think I can get the hang of this, you know? For sure. Yeah. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Well, then. Well, wait. wait. I, I want to talk about something else first. Okay. Because then I was going to move on, but I'm not going to. Because okay. I, did they? I'm very familiar with the Lump Fontaine as well. Um, I love the theater. Right. Yeah. Never did they that. stick you all the way up on like the fifth <laughs> floor or fourth floor? We were on the second to the top floor. I don't know yes. how many floors there are. Oh, is it five? I think it's five and then the green room six. Yes. So we were right below the green room. Yes, same. Okay, <laughs> that is devilish. Okay, shows do that on purpose. They always stick the, the kids, kids on the, the top. farthest. Yes, <laughs> like farthest away. And like, it's funny, like with a show like A Christmas Story, like those kids are like, no joke you know like they're always on stage if they're not on stage they don't even have time to go to the dressing room because they're like next cue is like yeah they have time to change their costumes and play a short little game or something like that you know it's just like there's nothing it's crazy so yes this seems to be a trend on broadway and i just think that it's something that is like so minor but also something so fun to like mention yeah and something that should be talked about because it's not fair okay it's not fair because literally like every, like okay at first it was fun and you could make a game out of it yeah. and then you just got like tired of it or like Especially, if you forgot like, something and you're like ah, oh, I forgot like you know my hair literally. clip and I have to like go <laughs> Right. And kids are more forgetful than adults. Like they're just like uh, there for the ride. Like they're just like figuring it out. So like, it's so tricky. I don't understand. I never understood the process. But like, I get it because like, we're more energetic. But we also have like school during the day after a like midnight show. Yeah, I think I think they figure like kids are the most physically able to go up five flights of steps each day and like have the most energy to be able to deal with that also like we had school in the green room I don't know if you were the same but like I think they wanted to like condense it into two to floors and also like keep the energy like up there like you know um that's fair but they actually built the kids for Neverland they built the kids another dressing room oh uh, which was on the second floor connected to the wig room because we were like, we never get off the stage. We cannot <laughs> go up six flights of stairs oh, at this crazy. moment. crazy. So, like, we had two dressing rooms. So that was actually where we did school. On the other side but of the that stage. Wasn't... Yes. Yeah. On stage left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. technically on stage right. But nonetheless, I love that theater so much. It was by far, like, my favorite theater I've ever, like, oh, performed yeah? in. Yeah, the lunch. Oh, my God. Um, Same here. Very, it was such a, it's such a beautiful space. I I love it, too. I haven't been back and you know. It's interesting how, like, especially, like, because we are not, like, audience members, yeah. yet the theater still impacts the performance and, like, right. the environment that is just created backstage and everything. It's really interesting how it all works. But, yeah, I just thought it was something worth mentioning because yeah. I think it's always hilarious. That's so interesting. I didn't even I didn't even realize that. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, we'll like, go back. 
Um, moving forward, no Cat on the Hot Tin Roof. Yeah. That was your next Broadway show. So you talked about having a Broadway show under your belt. Yeah. You talked about it kind of like giving you a, a little bit more confidence. Uh-huh. Like, w- did you kind of just like walk into the audition room like of Cat in the Hot Tin Roof? Kind of just like, oh, I'm a Broadway star already. <laughs> <laughs> you want me. Um, what was that experience like? It, Talk to me. Yeah, it was actually, okay, this is another weird, crazy story. So I yeah. I had auditioned for Cat on the Haunted Roof, the original cast, back like maybe August or September. This was prior to A Christmas Story even happening or even, you know, being on my my radar. And so I went in and I got a call back. I went to the call back at Lincoln Center. I actually ran into Sigourney Weaver in like the basement that day for my callback. Super random. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> Super bizarre. Amazing. Um, yeah, exactly. And so I went in and I, I did my callback and it went super well, um, but didn't end up getting it, unfortunately. Um, and so I was like, you know, it, it's okay. It's part of the business. It happens. Um, so anyways, I got a Christmas story. I did that. And then A Christmas Story had ended. I also didn't, well, okay, another factor was I didn't get Matilda either. That was kind of like, they were all at the same moment. Um, Got it. And so I didn't get Matilda, I didn't get A Christmas Story. I mean, didn't get Matilda, I didn't get Hannah Hutton Roof. Got A Christmas Story, did A Christmas Story. A Christmas Story ended. Okay, this is craziness. It ended like, (laughs) (laughs) it ended January 1st or something like that. Or like I was home January 1st. Sure. And I got home was home for a week. Was it a week? Five days, something like that. Five days. Uh-huh. Got a call from Canada Hutton Roof saying that um, they like obviously thought of me because of the original um, callback. And they said um, some of the kids are getting sick because of the flu. And there oh. wasn't an understudy for any of the kids. Oh. So they were like, will you come in and join the production and understudy all of the kids and they were like you start in a week or something or like two days it was like two it was something crazy again and I was like of Uh course of course I'm happy to and so like the next day I I'm thinking like I'm gonna go back to school you know blah 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 life will go back to to normal little did I know like the next day I don't even unpack my suitcase from a Christmas story I just get it back in the car I go back to New York um we like get the same apartment we rent and then like it was right across from the Fontaine so I'm like looking across seeing the Christmas story marquee but it's like dark at this point and I'm like look at me just like moving right across um and like I joined the show that day. Like I have a quick rehearsal. The kids parts weren't huge. It was like they had like they ran around at one point. The biggest thing was like the oldest girl, the girl who was my age, who I originally, you know, auditioned for. She had like a scene with the two leads. Um, uh. And so I that was like the biggest moment that I rehearsed. But like I rehearsed that day, joined the company um, was in it for three weeks because I only, I said I could only do three weeks because I had found out about Mary Poppins while I was in a Christmas story. Um, yes, it was just craziness. And so I was like, I, I'm happy to do this, but I'll only be able to do three weeks because I already am going on tour. And so they were like, that's fine. So I joined the company. I was in it for three weeks. I opened with it. So like, technically I was a part of the original Broadway cast. Um, Uh and like, that was my first, and to this day only, um, 
original like Broadway cast credit slash like getting to experience opening night, which is super exciting. Um, sure. Yeah, and like I did that for three weeks. I went. I went on once. It was yes. Oh, I know. I got my show in. I was so which happy. One? Yeah. Yeah. Which one? Oh, sorry. Like it which was character? The youngest. The oh, okay. Was she the youngest? Yes. The youngest um, girl got sick, and like that night, they were like, "You have to go on." And so I was like, okay. So I got ready and like the oldest girl and I pretended that we were twins. Like that was going to be our thing on stage. Um, Amazing. And so like I did the scene and I was like, technically like I did a show, which was fabulous. And like that, that was it. It was craziness. And then I, and then I had to leave, but like, what a, what an incredible experience. And like, again, like I had my, uh, I had my fitting and like, it was the same day that I got there and like Scarlett Johansson was there getting her dress altered. And like, that's when I met her and like, what an incredibly kind person. And I also didn't fully like, I knew it was like Scarlett Johansson, but like now also having grown older and like know really who she is and like the breadth of the, the things that she's done. I'm like, Oh my God. Like, it was her. Um, but right. just like such a, a wonderful person. She gave me the biggest hug. She like welcomed me in the company. It was just like a lovely Aww. moment. Um, and then like, yeah, I got my fitting and like three weeks later I was I was out of there. I was going I was going out to Florida to do Mary Poppins. You were so. going to Florida. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So so really a Christmas story, your experience in Christmas story is exactly what Broadway is like. Because <laughs> <laughs> you had to do it again just like a week later. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. That's insane. It's it was crazy. Again though, like I, to some extent, that is what Broadway is, but I also feel like those are two like very <laughs> no, crazy no. story. You know what I mean? Like it's either one extreme or yes, the other. Agree. You know, yeah. like there's no balance. Yeah. At all. Right. You either join the company with everybody, and it's a normal process, or it's like you start tomorrow, and then you just right. get there, and it's like crazy. Um, right. Yeah. But well, hopefully, you had a more um relaxing experience i guess you could say with mary poppins yes. which was the next show <laughs> that you were you did um th- and this was your first tour too right yeah 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 it was okay so uh, i mean after being in new york and being doing shows on broadway uh-huh. how was it to do a show on tour yeah um it was it was a like completely different experience um mm-hmm. I mean, I always like I was really lucky because I was part of a family that loved to travel as a kid. So like I, mm-hmm. I, I you know, I've obviously done that. But like it's, it's you can't even compare it to traveling because it's just, you know, like unlike anything else. Um, yeah, it was a blast. I mean, like thinking back, that was one of it was some of the best months I've had. And it was like completely new and exciting and um I mean, just like thinking of the things that we did, like the fact that we traveled every week, the fact that we got to a new place, explored, you know, new, new things. And um, like compared to, I don't know, like I can't even compare it to being in New York because it's just like, it's complete, it's apples and oranges. Um, I don't know how you feel about it, but like, I, I'm always thinking like, I would love to do another tour, especially like now that we're grown, I think it would be like, obviously a completely different experience, but, um, right. Just getting to see places that like, maybe you wouldn't have discovered otherwise or, um, or thought to go to, but, um, I mean, you kind of just like got to see the country while doing what you love, which is, 
like a wonderful uh, opportunity. But um, yeah, like at that point, I was just happy to be booking, like be doing things, right. you know, um, and just show hopping. Yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, yeah, like I had always loved Mary Poppins and I had auditioned for the year prior um but i was too small i think um mm. and so i always i always wanted to be um jane banks and so like even that audition experience was a blast i don't know if you remember mm -hmm. it um but like i just loved the idea of like getting to work for disney and like do a disney show <laughs> and um yeah it was just i i was happy to you know do anything being a kid and doing what you love it's like I will take any show and I'm, I'm super excited to be able to do it. Um, and also right. have like such a core group that we did. I mean, we'll get into that, but yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you kind of alluded to it, but I, I wanted to say like Jane Banks is like a no joke role, you know, like it's, it's quite a big yeah. role. Yeah. Um, and just to like, well, so is my, in, so like, is Michael. No, yeah, well, like both of them, you know, yeah. like it's just like it's it, you know, once again, they like don't leave the stage, you know, like yeah. you're you're totally carrying it, like the show, the kids, you know. So, I mean, what was it like to to kind of like I know you you were kind of a pro at it at this point, but like to once again like oh. step in to like a company that was existed. Yeah, I mean, I kind of went through a similar process, and then you're kind of just like thrown into it yeah you know and like you're you're rehearsing like just you and another another kid and then it's like oh you're thrown in with the cast then like a week or two later like yeah well yeah that, talk to me about that that's a really good point um I mean like yeah it's um <laughs> wait my thoughts are like going all over the place um it's okay yeah like I feel like, well, part of me was like, okay, I had done the thing where I had rehearsals by myself. It was right. like last minute. And so the idea that like I had somebody to do the learning process with sure. within Lucas was really nice because I'm like, oh, someone's going through it with me and like we're learning it together. And to have someone to like spend that time with and rely on was like really wonderful um because you know up to that point I was like I'm I'm by myself and we're gonna be thrown into this company it's gonna be great you know but um yeah that was really wonderful to have and then like yeah I mean like those those roles are like you know they were they were they were intense especially like line wise like not even like so much like maybe I mean like Super Cali was you know a beast in of itself with regards to uh -huh. choreography but like um yeah, just like lines and the music, like there was a lot. And that was, um, you know, it was a lot to learn. But like, we had three weeks, and I feel like it was the perfect right. amount of time. Um, and it's I, definitely not a show you can learn in 10 days. No, no. Yeah, <laughs> no, exactly. Um, I was really lucky that like, there weren't any complications, you know, it was a very right. normal rehearsal process. Um, uh -huh. I think it also helped that like, we had um, aunts, Anthony Lynn, um, mm -hmm. who taught us, you know, the material himself, which is like such a rare, I didn't, you know, fully realize that's not what happens normally. It's, it's right. not someone to that, you know, that caliber and with regards to like, he is the director. So that was a really, um, a wonderful thing to have, but yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. I, I kind of look back and I'm like, I, it, 
like I, I don't know how I did it. <laughs> um, yeah. But just like in regards to like, you know, it's, it was, it was a lot to learn, but um, again, like being a kid and doing what I love, there was, there was, there weren't, I guess there weren't any doubts um, in my mind that like, Oh my God, can I do this? Cause I was just having a blast and I don't know, I guess having fun while doing it is, is kind of the greatest reassurance that you're, you're doing what you're supposed to be. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And then I met you. And, and, I then, like, uh, oh. and then your life really changed. <laughs> it, it changed my the entire trajectory of my life. And I know. I met my greatest friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And now we're on a podcast. What? <laughs> Look at us. <laughs> I know. We're so cool. Um, anyways. Um, no, literally, touring is best. Like, is the best. You know, like, I feel like I've had a similar experience with you. I mean, obviously, we joined at a different time, but we had a similar experience in right. joining the company at a later time than it, 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 as in it already was open and whatnot. And you're joining in like a brand new city that you've never been to. Yeah, and you're like, oh, I want to go explore. And then it's like, wait, I got to go tutor. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, right. Uh, you know, so like, it's interesting. And like you said, like touring, I feel like touring right now would be like fascinating. Yeah. Because like we wouldn't have to like I've always said like Anchorage, Alaska, you know, like we we didn't have to tutor right there. Right. And like it was one of it, it was my like favorite city because we didn't have to tutor and because we were able to like explore. Yeah. You know, like we were able to go and and, and like be with the cast because like the cast literally like traveled as a family so like that like it, it was our last stop like on the entire tour and I feel like that was the stop that everyone got the closest because everyone was like able to like actually spend time you know like Anchorage Alaska there's like the cell service wasn't great and right like, you know like we were on like a boat the for, sun like, was out whole, like, at like 10 p.m yeah right it was just like it was totally bizarre and like everyone was like dealing with it together and it was just I don't know it was like fascinating and maybe I like I see that from my perspective because we didn't tutor and so like I got to see that more um but anyways more of the story um yes I agree with you like tutoring or going on tour right now would be like cool because you know we're adult we're technically adults and like I don't know it's just like a whole new experience and I think kids are are kind of interesting to talk about touring because they have a completely different experience agreed yeah I didn't even think about how much tutoring kind of impacted that experience with regards to like oh like we had you know a limited time to kind of explore um right I feel like even with tutoring we got to see some of the cities you know a, a pretty good amount um so like I can't even imagine how much we would get to explore you know without that factor in it um no, but Absolutely. I agree. I I had tutoring the last two weeks of the tour in Anchorage. I was the only one. Oh, you one. did? <laughs> Stop it. Yeah, because I don't like know why. But yeah, I think because Massachusetts <laughs> ends at like, you know, in July or something, you know, not actually, Ugh. but it ends no, so late. No, it's like New York schools probably. Yeah, and yeah. so I, I had tutoring by myself for the last two weeks. But it was oh my God. it was okay because I feel like we still <laughs> – I know they definitely I feel like though like because I feel like didn't we go like horseback riding and stuff like like I feel like maybe you like built up enough bank that you didn't have to do all of the tutoring yeah it wasn't it wasn't as much time also because that's the time when you do like 
I don't really know if you have exams in middle school, but like you, you we had oh, like tests sure. or like, so like it wasn't as um, time consuming. Um, I just had to do like a couple of things and then I would have the day. But I agree. Like, I feel like we got to do a lot. I mean, we did like whole excursions and tours. I remember my yeah. mom planned like day trips. So like we definitely had that opportunity. Um, but like what a, what a difference, you know, um, between For having sure. it and, and not. And yeah. Oh my gosh. It was just a blast. What a great time. It, re- it really was. And like, and like you said, like, you know, like, we were able to like go and see these like famous landmarks and these parks yeah. and um the like the the fish tanks what is it called aquariums <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um if you can't tell i'm out of it no i'm in it i promise um yes good, but literally like we get to see all of these like fun things that like you know like as a kid like yeah. that's what you like want to see and you're like and like poor carolyn like our tutor oh. she was probably like oh, another aquarium here we <laughs> <Yeah>. go <laughs> and she's probably like been to them like right. 10 times and she's like she was literally like our personal tour guide every time we went yeah. uh, but it was yeah it was fascinating and like especially like for a kid you're just like oh i get to go to an aquarium instead of going to a school totally. you know like <laughs> So it was it was fun the way that they they definitely did do things and allowed us to explore in an educational way definitely. or whatever. I remember when we went to to Massachusetts. Yeah. I don't know. Were you there when we went to Boston? No. You were. In, oh, I was gonna say you were in Worcester, right? Was it Worcester? Is that wrong? I don't know, but we definitely went to um the. The green monster or the big monster. Oh, the, well, and yeah. Well, Christmas story, we went to Boston. Oh, was that yeah. it? Okay. Mm-hmm. So we were able to count that as school. And I thought that was one of the best field trips. No ever. way. Were we really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Who knew? That was literally one of our field trips. And I was like, see, this is the type of field trips that I want to be going on. <laughs> like, let's go to a hockey game next. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, my gosh. People are going to think that, like, we just, you know, went to, to baseball stadiums for school. Like, no, right. we, we did school. No, we brought. <laughs> we did like because like it it wasn't like we went and like went to watch a baseball game like no we took a tour of the history of the most famous like baseball park yeah and also like you know we didn't have time for I don't know I guess the show was kind of our extracurricular activity but besides that we didn't have time to like I don't know like there weren't little like we had moments to have fun but like those those were kind of the chances to like be together with other kids but also like learn something new so it was kind of like a nice balance between tutoring, like getting an education and also just having fun and like being with other kids our age. It, it was like a, a really nice balance. I think they found. Yeah, I agree. And that's the other thing about like touring in general, like yeah. as well, like because you're not in like one space, it's not like everybody has like a different home to go travel to, Right. you know, like everyone's going to the same place. You're all traveling as one, like you you just get to truly become like a family yeah and i and i think just that aspect in general just makes it enjoyable and like you know like it it gets you less like homesick you know you don't really think about like well you do but like it's like oh my mom and my siblings are at home and i can't celebrate this holiday with them but like i get to celebrate it with the nijaks or like a half of the nijaks or a quarter or whatever um so like it's like it's like balances but like it's true. It's definitely real. And it, you definitely become like 
won on a tour. Definitely. And I, and I think that was always the the thing about touring that I always enjoyed the most. Yeah, it kind of became like a second family. Do you remember yeah. when we spent Thanksgiving at Oh yeah, the Christmas story? At your house. Yeah, yeah. Literally like almost the whole cast right I thought yeah exactly I because it because I'm well I'm from outside of Boston and we went to Boston and it was like so I I lived at home which was like a great Mm -hmm. it was weird because I'm like I'm on tour but I'm living at my house and you stayed at you stayed at my house yeah and Lucas stayed at my house yeah um and I actually remember oh sorry no go for it what no 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 go 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 go. (laughs) okay because it's a different story oh okay 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 um yeah and so like my mom you know, Thanksgiving was coming around and we were going to be in Boston. And my mom approached um, Jim Brady, our company manager, and said, you know, like, whoever can't go home for Thanksgiving, you know, you're welcome to come to our home. And so Jim was like, that's a lovely idea. Like, I'll put up a sign and see what happens. Like, like a little (laughs) did we, we thought it was going to be like a few people here and there. (laughs) But little did we know, like, everybody from the cast the crew the whole company pretty much signed up yeah and their families too who were like coming in um no but it was a blast because like i'm ready i'm getting ready for thanksgiving having no clue who's coming and then like two giant buses pull into our driveway (laughs) and i'm like oh my god what is happening um no but it was a blast because like we have a big family so my parents are kind of you know used to accommodating a lot of people in that regard but it was like wonderful because I had everybody from the tour and like all of my my friends and family from home too and it was like worlds colliding and it was just the it was probably my favorite Thanksgiving to this day it was such a really of course yeah I mean it was like both of my loves like coming together and and spending time on this this wonderful right. day and like eating food and it was just like it a, like you know there's nothing <laughs> like it there's nothing like that experience with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no no nothing like that it's just these cash prizes add up quick so i suggest you sit back keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. No, truly. That's so funny. I, I was like thinking of a story while you were talking. Yeah. Because... It was funny. You mentioned like me and Lucas were staying at your mm-hmm. house, and that also reminded me like on the never on the on the Poppins tour, mm-hmm. um, we were like you were teaching Lucas and I and I, maybe Maddie too, <laughs> like the dance to like somewhere hovering over Indiana <laughs> and like the songs to a Christmas story. <laughs> you know, like we were all like auditioning. We were like sending tapes in because we couldn't make like the first go around yeah. or whatever because we were out on tour. Yeah, you're and, so like, right. You were totally coaching us. And I was like, this is hilarious. And then you were like, and then we all ended up doing it together. And I was like, oh my God, 
all because you were <laughs> no no it was your talent but yeah i do no, remember no. that it was dayton ohio and yes you guys got the calls and so i was like all right everybody like rehearsal at my place in my hotel room yes. <laughs> and then i like so we we all learned the dances and i was teaching you guys and then like i recorded them and it was just a blast and we were also like 11 years old or you were right. like nine so it was just like what a how i don't know i was really proud of us we kind of just put yeah. it together we we're like we can do this it's gonna be great we can do it <laughs> um that's a little inside to tour life because that that is actually something that is a regular on tour you know like all of those experience happen we were all helping each other self-tape oh, we yeah. were all helping each other do auditions and prep and whatnot you were actually also helping me out with like the art version of finding i was gonna say the yeah (laughs) i still remember that song the here right yeah yeah oh my god what a song what a song Um, but yeah that's so funny um and then of course you were alluding it alluding to it you went to a christmas story and you did it on like the tour and madison square garden um so you were able to actually be with this one from the get-go mm-hmm. um, and kind of get the full experience of a Christmas story. Yeah. Um, how was that? How did that kind of like, I don't know, because I know like how it, it like differed, but like, you know, you're you're with a new cast, you're with like all these people, but it's the same show, it's the same role. Like, I don't know, how, how did you, was there an adjustment period that you had to go through or what? Yeah, um... Well, I had gotten, I had gotten home from Mary Poppins, mm-hmm. and I, um, I, I did the, I did the, the Tony performance with the Christmas Story. So I was like, you know, that was right. kind of the full circle moment. And then, um, yeah, I got a, I was coming home from like vacation or something that summer, and they, they asked me back to a Christmas Story. I was like, of course. Um, <laughs> so like, I already, you know, going into the fall, I was like, I know I'm going to be doing this show. And I was super excited about that because, you know, it was like, it was my first um, Broadway debut. And I was like, this, this, this show holds like a very special place in my heart. But like, yeah, I knew Luke was going to be in it. So I was super excited to see him. And then like getting calls, you know, coming home from school and like running up to my mom being like, did they hear like you and Lucas? I was (laughs) waiting like every single day. Uh And then finally, like knowing that you two are going to be in it. So like going into the rehearsal process, knowing three people, um, two that I just got off a show, you know, off a tour with, I was like, this is going to be a wonderful experience. I already knew it. And then like, yeah, I think I was really looking forward to like the rehearsal process is such a blast um, in any show. And so I was really looking forward to like actually um, getting to learn from the the creative team um, and getting to work with brilliant them. creative team by the way it's so oh, john gosh. rando pazic and paul yeah. oh my god and yeah yeah exactly and like warren carlisle who's huge right. <laughs> and like he was teaching us the dances and i'm like this is such an incredible experience and trying to like soak yeah. up everything that they were they were teaching us and all the notes like i remember the note sessions with warren carlisle were like such an event like what a blast uh-huh. um and so just like learning as much as i can from them um but like it's there's something about the rehearsal process and like bonding with people that I think being part of a new group of kids and I was kind of nervous with regards to like me having done it like how will that be 
you know, dealt mm. with and perceived. And I was like, I really, again, I was, I was thinking like, well, we're all starting fresh. So like, it's going to be great. But again, it was also like, well, they like me, you know what I mean? Right. Um, Cause everyone knew at that point that I had already done it and Luke had done it. So um, yeah, it was, it was great getting to see some familiar faces, but also like starting the rehearsal process with a new group of kids um, is really kind of helpful for like, bonding <laughs> I don't know right um and so I think like uh being a part of the rehearsals and getting to learn as much as I can but then also like getting to know some some new faces was just a blast and like I think we we did a really good job and all of us were really close again like we really lucked out with with all of the people being really wonderful and um reliant and yeah it was a good it was just like it's just so, like another wonderful experience. You know what I mean? Like it's worse. I feel so lucky to have had so everything has just been positive. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Well, you talk about having familiar faces in a Christmas story. Yeah. Um, and you also had some familiar faces from a Christmas story. Uh, oh, wait. So you talked about having familiar faces yeah. in a Christmas story. Yes. But you also had familiar faces from A Christmas Story when you went into Matilda. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was a brain pretzel. You're good. Um, Matilda, yes. talk to me about it. So <laughs> you, that was like, was that the first? No, no, no. How how did Matilda work exactly? Did mm-hmm. you do seven shows a week? Yes. There were eight shows a week and I did seven. Mm-hmm. And like, explain to me sure. this insane daily schedule that you had you knew what I was I gonna knew ask you were gonna, yes <laughs> like you literally like when we <laughs> stayed together I was like Alexa the show isn't for another like three hours where are you going <laughs> and you were like um my call time yes I was like what yeah yeah it's M- Matilda was a completely like I had already you know like how I keep saying it was like a unique experience but like right. then again Matilda was completely different no right so yeah there's so many things to talk about with regards to our our schedule um yeah so I did seven of eight shows they okay so there were 16 kids in the show four Matildas and then um the the other you know the other 12 kids were on were ensemble and they referred to us by different names so it was like um tall girls small girls tall boys small boys right cities sorry um so yeah and so um uh I was one of the tall girls and I was like I love being like me a tall girl I was really enjoying that title um anyways so like there were those and then numbers I'm trying to think and then there were four swings so they referred to the kids who did seven of eight shows as giraffes and then the um four swings they referred to as monkeys um, and it was really wonderful oh. <laughs> how they did it so that every week um, the monkeys were guaranteed performances. They were guaranteed two shows um, to cover, mm. the, one for each of the roles that they covered. So, like, I'm trying to think of an example. So, like, the small girl monkey would cover Lavender and Amanda. And every week she would do one Lavender show and one Amanda show. And then the two girls who, like, um, were giraffes for those roles. So like the girl who played Amanda would have a show off. So that's how like the scheduling worked. And it was wonderful because then everybody knows that at some point they're going to have shows so they can have like mm-hmm. friends and family come. It was like a great system. Right. Um, yeah. And then 
with regards to like our daily schedule, um, we had a call time, I think it was, I forget, like an hour and 40 minutes before the show started. Well, no, is that right? Yeah, about two hours before the show started. Um, and they did that for our own safety, which was really, again, wonderful. Um, yeah. It was so we could have warm ups. Um, so, like, we went in, we did a, a physical, like, dance warm up because Matilda was so, like, physically rigorous. They wanted to make sure mm-hmm. that we were warmed up and, um, again, for our safety. And then we did, like, a breathing voice work warm up. Um, we did a singing vocal warm up with Deborah Abramson. Um, our, our the children's musical director, and then we would do what's called safeties, where we would you know run when I grow up on the swings to make sure those were safe, steady, everything was good, and then we did um, the vault in phys ed when we kind of do like the flips over the horse, um, and then we had notes. We had notes every single day, uh-huh. and they were singing, they were dancing. I think that was it, just singing and dancing. Um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we we showed up a couple of hours beforehand, but um, that was the creative team making sure that all the kids were, you know, warmed up properly and um, were ready for the show. And like, oh my, like I I think it's so brilliant the way that they did it because, of course, you know, kids might just show up five minutes beforehand and be like, I'm ready to go on, you know. And it's like, right. you can't really do that for the show because it is so. Um, it requires so much of you with regards to breathing and singing and dancing all at the same time in these really long numbers. So, um, like looking back now, I really appreciate, you know, how much they, they looked out for us and, and made sure that these kids were well, you know, I, I really felt like we were well looked after and and in good hands. Um, and just like, what a wonderful thing to feel, um, that kind of support and, and they were really looking out for us. So yeah <laughs> but yeah <laughs> showed, up, showed up a while before the show but you know it was all it was all it was all good so yeah yeah well and it's like it's fun stuff too you know like you get to like go and you're you're like some of the warm-ups like isn't did you do swings in the warm-ups too like yeah. the the swing like the swing yeah they call on. them safeties <laughs> and so safeties Safety. essentially were just we would finish our warm-up in the lower lobby and then we'd go upstairs to the stage and we would do our right. safeties. So it was like we ran when I grow up and we ran um, not the whole number of his ed, but just the part when we go over the vault. Um, OK, but I loved safeties because, I mean, any chance to get to go on the swings. Yeah. Like, it's fun. Yeah. It's fun stuff. And that, I remember, like, yeah, it's funny, too, because like in on like two show days, we like go to the park or whatever. And it's like you guys are having like your own little safeties there because <laughs> you guys are you guys are always like doing what you do in the show on like public swings and it was like genius. It was like hilarious we, just watching that. That just shows you like how theater kid we were, you know? <laughs> that we would no, wait, not the one the you know, the two hour break we had off in between yeah. shows we would take to redo our numbers <laughs> that we perform that morning and that night. <laughs> like, Listen, I respect it. You had to stay in we, character. It was yeah, exactly. It was it was very yeah. method. <laughs> I get it. You know, I get it. Uh, no, but it was awesome. It's just a testament though too to like how fun it is like you know like you know like in order to be doing what you love and just like theater in general like 
the second that you're not having fun, it becomes like meaningless. Right. And like, it, it's not like both for, for the actor and the audience members, because they can tell if they're not enjoying it or Definitely. whatever. Um, so so it's good that that you you all were like that and yeah. it was just like hilarious every time yeah um, it's <laughs> I get yeah it is wonderful though because it's like most people be like oh my god like I need a break from work or whatever and we were like let's yeah. just keep doing the same number you know right but I guess yeah, I mean you're right, right like it's because we loved it and so like we wanted any chance to be able to do it to do it so like why not you know which is like wonderful right. to think like oh we actually like we really loved doing this to the point like even on our breaks we were somehow incorporating it into our lives <laughs> i know it was brilliant thank you um, and that was, <laughs> especially like like i mean what you did in the show was of course very impressive but thank like you. doing it on like those small swings in the playground the was ones. even more impressive <laughs> <laughs> like seriously because you had like the big swings in the show and whatnot yeah but like literally like i can barely like fit in those swings now they're so <laughs> tiny you know yeah. yeah so very impressive it's anyways it's practice yeah <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, exactly. It's practice. Um, so I, I there's so much more to talk about, but uh, we have to wrap things up. Maybe we can speed through a couple things because I really want to talk about your project that's coming up here very soon. Yeah. Um, actually, tomorrow. Come on. Um, well, it's actually probably out if when you're hearing this. Um, well, it will be out when you're hearing this. Um, so... Paranormal activity. Yes. Wait, I have to do that again. I got excited. That was that was impressive. <laughs> that was a good clap. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. It was just really close to my mic, so it sounded louder. <laughs> um, okay, so let's talk about this so that we know that we are going to get to it, and then if we have time, we'll talk about the other. We'll go stuff. back. Okay. Uh, we can go back. Um, <laughs> you. Oh my god. You currently have a movie coming out that you're starring in, uh, and it's probably out when you when everyone is listening to this. Okay. Talk to me about it. Am, oh, I guess I can say it, right? Paranormal yeah. Activity, Next of Kim. Mm-hmm. It uh, comes out October 29th. Yeah. Um, t- tell me about it. Like, you, you literally just told me this. Okay, so everybody knows who you are on this podcast because <gasps> I talked about really? our very special waitress event and um yep the mic situation oh my gosh so everyone knows who you are everyone knows that you're my show buddy and everything oh my god Um, I'm so flattered yes (laughs) yes so it was funny because you I mean like literally like we went to that what last week yeah and you told me that you have a movie coming out next week and I'm like what <laughs> like it's like how do I not know about this she literally told me in the theater and I was like what is happening and I couldn't even like make a big deal out of it because I didn't want to like draw attention like we were in a theater and I was like you're torturing yeah. me so so actually talk to me about sure. it and tell me like what all of this is and what kind of your role is and what you're excited to for audience members to see and all of that. Yeah. Um, so right off the bat, I can tell you that I can't tell you much. Um, Great. So we have to wait 24 hours. We have to wait. Yeah. 24 <laughs> hours. Not even at this point, Great. a solid, right. you know, 10 and a half, well, 11 and a half hours. Um, anyways. Sure. So yeah. Um, 
I'm, yeah, Paranormal Activity Next of Kin. It comes out October 29th. Um, yeah, it's it's a film. Um, it'll be released <laughs> only on Paramount Plus. Um, Paramount Plus. My character's name is Mary. Um, uh-huh. There's not much more I could say, but yeah, it's. Oh my god! <laughs> I know it's it's so sad, but it's but it'll it'll it. We're almost there, you know. Um, right. You'll you'll find out shortly, but yeah, I just I just told. I mean, I couldn't tell anybody. Um, right. I was under an NDA. So, it, you know, I my, my parents knew and not even my siblings knew because they said, if we don't want to know because we don't think we can like right. keep it a, we don't think we can keep it a thing. So they were like, don't tell us. So like not <laughs> even my Sophie. siblings knew. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and so, yeah, I, I told Eli when I finally could um, and I'm I'm so sorry. I I wanted yeah, to tell you as soon as I could, but we were also in a public space, so it was like, you know. You it was hilarious. You were literally <laughs> like, um, I think I'm supposed to say the trailer is out, so you can watch it. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, that's literally like how you told me. And I was like, what is it? And then I was like, Paranormal Activity. You're a horror gal. <laughs> so, talk to me. What was that? Yeah. I mean. Was that kind of like your first like real like dramatic horror scary stuff like acting? I mean, yeah. I don't know what you did in it, but like, yeah, it's funny because I um I did a that was like my first official full length feature film. That that was it. Oh, okay. So um, like starting with the horror, starting off strong. Um, yeah, right. I had done <laughs> I've done like a couple of independent films that both were horror. So like I was I don't know I wouldn't say like familiar with the genre, of course, but like um, yeah, I mean like I, it's it was kind of a wonderful process to like learn about and also like mm-hmm. I don't know horror films can just be so scary so like getting to be a part of the process is like a really interesting thing um did you like ever actually get scared on set uh, i don't know if i should say okay (laughs) this is this is new terrain i don't want to i don't want to spoil anything so okay i'm sorry no you're good you're good i feel like i'm just like the type of person to like to like be scared at like anything like literally like I can open a door and someone could be like sitting here and it's like in the comfort of my home and like I could be like I hope no one's standing right outside my door (laughs) oh so I feel like I would definitely get on set even though I know how it's working on set yeah no same here I'm such a scaredy cat I'm I'm terrified of everything so like (laughs) that's why we get along like yeah but we can never be alone Mm -mm. (laughs) because that would be that'd be that would be worse yeah no that would just one of us would have to put on the big boy pants and (laughs) it's not gonna be me so (laughs) so um but this is amazing so this is your so paramount plus Mm -hmm. we can see it october 29th probably uh already out when you see it um and it's only on paramount plus correct uh yes Mm -hmm. okay so if you don't have paramount plus I'm sorry, you're just going to have to go get it. So get on it and go check out Alexa as Mary. Thank you. Um, Oh, my God. I'm so excited. So talk to me about, like, I know, so you would feel as if acting is kind of your strong, strongest, like, form of performing art, I guess. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Um, 
or would you consider it like dancing and like singing? Um, that's a really good question. I think I I don't know if I can answer that. I think like well, right now I'm obviously I'm learning it because I'm studying it at school. Um, right. So I feel like it's the one that I get to maybe exercise the most uh-huh. um, every day. But I'm still um, I'm still singing. I'm still dancing. So. And, yeah. and there's not one that I, I love more than the others. Um, but I think because maybe I'm acting the most um, and getting to exercise that muscle, maybe I feel um, in some aspects strong, pretty, pretty, pretty strong in that regard. But I don't not like I'm uh, I don't know, like I feel pretty. No, it, it, it's just interesting because like, I mean, lately, I mean, you look at what you're doing. I mean, you had orange is the new black you were in the sinners you were in all of these like you're doing so much tv and film and now you're starring in a movie like you know like you know it's like it's it's amazing stuff so like it's like are you kind of pivoting towards that route i mean obviously it's like whatever you know like as long as we are working and doing what we love um but like i i was curious to hear kind of your point of view on it all because it especially you know you said you started as a dancer and now you're doing just so much tv and film which really doesn't have much dancing yeah. so I just thought that was like an interesting um kind of arc to your journey as a performer yeah that's a really good point um I think like I was I was listening to Nikki's episode right before this <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and I heard him talking about how like he was always into musicals and he didn't you know, it wasn't so much acting until he stopped doing musicals because of age. And then like he was looking for another outlet. And I was like, that's a really, Nikki, you're so wise. I was like, that's a really good way of putting it because, you know, like I was always musicals, 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 and like plays every once in a while. But I was like musicals up until high school. Uh And then like at that age, at that height, you know, you're kind of, I don't know. I think for for some people, maybe for most people, for most that's like kind of like when you're done as like a a, a musical theater kid until you hit 18. Um sure. and so I feel like at that point I was like craving a way to still do what I loved um but stay in New York City. And so that's when I started venturing more into straight acting, specifically plays um in theater and um more TV and film. And just because, like, Mm. I had the time at that point, you know, doing – I did online school, so it was flexible. I could really start to explore other avenues of of, um, performance. And so, like, I think I definitely started to develop stronger skills in in acting. But I was still dancing and I was still singing. Um, But, like, you know, starting to investigate that more was – and getting that experience – those experiences were – um, really enlightening and I enjoyed it a lot. So I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll still do this. Um, mm. and like now that I'm, I'm older and I'm able to start doing musicals again, I'm like, Oh, I want to do it all, you know? But, um, yeah, yeah it's, it's kind of, a, I'm, that a great point. I, I, I'm just, I feel very fortunate and like, I, I'm still kind of keeping all doors open. Um, right. Cause who knows? Um, yeah. But like for right now, I mean, I'm, this is a really exciting moment and I'm I'm excited for the film to come out it's crazy I can't believe like who knew oh I know I'm just like thinking of little Alexa and how 
excited she would be. So, um, yeah, I mean, like, I really just, I love doing it all. I love, I love singing. I love dancing. I love acting. Um, and I'm just kind of seeing where that leads me at this point in time. And yeah, it's, it's all good. I can't complain. I'm I'm so excited for you. This is so exciting. As like your friend, I'm just like, wow, (laughs) I know her. It's fine. I'm cool. Uh, I know Alexa. Thank you. Um, no, honestly, it's so it's so exciting. I don't know. It. I always I talk to Nikki about this too. Like, it's awesome to see your friends like on a TV. Like, you're like what? Like, yeah. That, I know that person, and they're like being someone else, and it's like crazy. Yeah. And they're like telling a crazy cool story. Or like walking down the um, street and listening to like my best friend's podcast, and I'm like, look at oh, him. No, go. absolutely not. Yes. No, absolutely not. Yes. Um, Thank you. Um, that's very kind of you. But then now you'll be able to listen to yourself. So uh, oh. that's exciting. <laughs> it's okay. We've had this conversation too. We don't like to do that. I, I've actually yeah. never listened to a single episode. Um, it's very interesting because like wow. whenever like people are like, oh, like how do you like, what do you do to like, I don't know, like kind of like take notes and like try to like improve the, the episode or whatnot. Yeah. And I'm just like... Oh, um, I kind of just like rely on what other people tell me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not a, it's not a personal opinion, you know. Like if I feel something is happening, like while we're just talking or whatever, and I'm like, oh, I have an idea, and I can try that out and whatnot. I'll just do it. Yeah. And like, right. Yeah. Whatever response I get, I get. And but I'm not gonna go back and listen to it. Yeah. Myself. I'm the same way. Um, I don't mind if someone's like, you need to work on this. I'm like, great, I will work on it. But if I'm like. Yeah. Oh, I have to go listen to myself. <laughs> Literally, I can't even like, like uh, uh, voice memo or whatever, like voice lessons. Yeah. Oh, you know? really? I'm just like, yeah. I, I'm literally just like, you know, like I'd love it if you could just like play the piano, yeah. and I'll just like, just like go through it in my head and whatnot, and then like I'll sing it with you, and we can work on mm-hmm. it some more, and I could just jot down notes, and then I'll look at those notes live practice you know that's understandable something like that yeah like i i I just can't any of it like i just don't want to listen to myself you know and it's funny too because like i i was i was that way when i was younger too like before my voice changed but now i go back and i like can actually listen to to that version of me oh which is like well yeah because it's kind of a, a different person yeah, it's a different person, and now I have no control over it. Right, so you have it's nothing like, to compare it to. Like, yeah. yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, well, like, it's over, it's out there, whatever. Um, but, like, me now, I'm just like, oh, like, how can I improve? How can I get better? Like, I don't know. Anyways, enough about me. Um, no. I'm rambling, and we've gone on too long. But um, there's just so much more to talk about. Um, maybe we're going to do this again, actually. <laughs> Uh, if you're okay no, with that. No, I, I mean, um, I, whatever, whatever the listeners want, you know, yeah, I, they're probably the like, who, want. who is this? No, no, because actually we have to do this again because we actually have to talk about paranormal activity. Like I'm going to see it and then we can like, and then we can chat well, if you let me, if you, yeah, if you let me, we can, we can discuss more about it. Um, but 
I mean, you, you've done all these off-Broadway shows. Like I said, you were in Evil, The Sinner, The Americans, Orange is the New Black. Like, this goes on and on. Um, but we were also talking about, and also one of my favorite projects that you actually ever done mm-hmm. is that, like, NBC commercial for the Rangers. Oh, of course. Of course, uh, that's like, your literally, favorite. <laughs> literally, it, it, it's amazing. And I was just on your website last night, and I was like, yeah. I went through that video, and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> that's that's when I met it's like Richter. Alexa and it's like yeah oh yeah it's like that that's the Alexa I know Aww. and uh it was amazing so um but I do I I, I saw something and I I've been like dying to ask since yeah. because I think you would be like perfect um so I saw that you did To Kill a Mockingbird and you were a scout yes. uh, at Roxbury yeah. Repertory Theater yes. um now that's a role that's currently like on Broadway it's a play. Uh, I mean, is that some like is. is that a role that like I don't know like do you have like a dream role that like I know like everybody's dream role is kind of like oh like a role that's ever been written but like of the mm-hmm. shows that have been written or like currently out there like do you have your eye on any of them like I feel like I could totally like I saw that on your resume and I was like oh my god she would be perfect up there Thank and you. like she's closer to the age than Celia Keenan Bolger is and. All my love to her. Like, I don't mean that in, like, a bad way. But, like, especially because, like, I know her and her brother. So, like, really no no, no shade there. But I was, like, I could totally see Alexa doing oh that. Oh, my God. That is, like, the greatest compliment you could ever give me. Um, no, yeah. I, I actually saw To Kill a Mockingbird last week. Um, you did? I did. Oh, yes. Just, we talked about this at Waitress. You were like, oh, I'm going to go rush it the next day. And oh, I was like, yes. Right. Yeah. Um, it was my roommate's birthday and I and my other roommate and I wanted to um, to surprise her. She's been wanting to, to see it because Jeff Daniels oh. and Celia Keenan-Bolger are back in it. And I'm like, I, I'm dying to see it. Um, yeah. So we, we got up early and, and we rushed. And a dear friend of mine who was in um, an off-Broadway play I did um, called The Thing with Feathers his name's um, Zachary Booth. He's into Kill a Mockingbird mm. too, which I didn't know. So, just like a small world. But anyways, I watched it, and I'm like, I, I just like seeing live theater again. That's kind of mixed with like To Kill a Mockingbird being one of my absolute all time favorite stories. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like seeing that, I was like, oh, like what I I would absolutely love to play that role. I mean, yeah. Scout is just a force, and. I would be so honored and I would absolutely love that. Um, I actually think I'm a little young um, on the younger side. Um, I think they're, they're looking for someone a little, a little older, um, a little more, you know, experienced. Um, but I, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Well, absolutely not. No, <laughs> no I, <laughs> I truly think that, but um, I mean, who knows? I would, even just to audition, I would ha- it would be the the greatest honor. Um, I'm sorry. Do I need to read your resume <laughs> for you again? Stop it! <laughs> Get out of here! No, um, no, no. But I mean, just watching her in the original, um, the the yeah. Tony Award winning um, Celia Kinney Bolger in that incredible. role. I mean, the two of them together is just like unreal. Um, yeah, really so Chills. impressive. I feel like it would be incredibly um big shoes to fill but i mean who knows we'll see i'm any show i'd be i any show any role no, but i thinking. that one holds such a special place in my heart i feel like i don't know we'll see yeah but yeah 
Oh my god, I could totally see you up there on on a play, like you know, like doing your drama oh. and acting, oh, acting, on, and acting. A, on, in theater. Thank you. Your love, um, it's just combining both of your loves, and I feel like you would just be like a star oh, up there. Star. Um, Thank you. But yeah, no, yeah, of course. Um, so, like I said, Paranormal Activity next again. <laughs> October 29th. Yeah. Very exciting stuff. Go check it out on Paramount Plus. Only on Paramount Plus. Mm-hmm. So, like, only get it on Paramount Plus. So, like, buy Paramount Plus. Um, or if, if you don't. If you want. If you have it. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, 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 no. You need to. It's not a it's not a want at this moment. Um, <laughs> it's a need. Um, so I, I can't thank you enough for doing this. Um, it's been oh gosh. too long. I, I've been wanting to do it with you for forever. And uh, I'm glad we finally were able to do it. And on such a big week for you, um, I appreciate you giving thank your you. time and uh, your willingness to do it and share with us your your career and your stories and a little bit about uh, paranormal activity. Thank you. Oh, my so, God. This yeah. was wonderful. I mean, what a pleasure, <laughs> as always. Um, oh my god thank you so much for having me i had a blast yeah of course oh my god it it was it's a dream it's a dream and we have so much more to talk about the next time we do this (laughs) yes if 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 there's it it, it's happening i will make it happen (laughs) okay they don't have a choice at this moment (laughs) um because the stuff that i have left is like stuff that like i want to talk about so it's not even like they're not even there anymore. Okay. The audiences aren't uh-huh. there. They're just going to be consuming whatever is going to be there. Okay. And this is going to be there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't even know if that made sense right now. Um, but yes, that that's the more of the story. And again, thank you so much for doing Thanks this. Thanks for having me. I know me. you have a busy week and I'm glad we were, we were able to figure it me out. Me too. You're the best. You're the best. Thanks so much for having oh me. Of course. Take a bow, Alexa Nijak. Thank you so much for joining this episode of Take a Bow. It was so exciting. I want to have her on so badly because I want to talk to her about all of her off-Broadway shows. I want to talk to her more about the film and television kind of world that she is in because she is in so many facets of the industry and it's really, really cool to learn all about him. Uh, This one really focused on the theater one because this is more of a theater-based podcast. Um, which is still completely and entirely entertaining, and I loved every second of it. So thank you, Alexa, for coming on. Thanks for uh, reminiscing some old memories. And uh, just, yeah, it was just a really fun episode to catch up and uh, hear all about Matilda and A Christmas Story and Cat in the Hot Tin Roof and Matilda and and, uh, Mary Poppins and all those things. So that being said, once again, I'm going to reiterate, check out paranormal activity the next of kin it comes out october 29th it's on paramount plus if you have paramount paramount plus please consider turning it on it's hilarious because alexa and i were continuing to talk afterwards and we were and she was like you know i actually never even watched a horror movie before i was in this so it's very fun to like hear like all of these kind of different perspectives on just like an actor and how they prepare for different roles and different things and you know like just what they have to do to get into a role and whatnot and so now she's going to be in a horror movie and uh it's very very cool and I'm very excited and I'm glad that she was able to come on and talk to me about it because uh it's super relevant and it's super great to talk about it in in this current time so thanks alexa once again and uh, i hope you all enjoyed that episode we talked a lot about uh like i said her career and facets of the 
theater industry. But uh, when we have her on again, we'll talk more about Paranormal Activity, The Next of Kin. We'll talk about dialects. Uh, she's really, really good with uh, with impressions and dialects. And uh, I definitely want to talk to her about that. Um, Off-Broadway stuff, all of these crazy fun things. Like I said, the, I want to get more into the Orange is the New Black kind of stuff. She was like, did a gr- Dream Girls kind of skit in uh, Orange is the New Black. And so she's done a lot of fun things in um, all sorts of the uh, entertainment industry facet uh or or fields i guess and um we'll definitely have her back on to to talk more about it so thank you all for listening to this week's episode i hope you all enjoyed it and i hope you all learned a lot um this week's drama dictionary was invited dress versus dress rehearsal so hope that was helpful and with that that's all i have for this week so thanks again for tuning in thanks for all your support Go check out I Put a Spell on You. Go check out um, Paranormal Activity, The Next of Kin. And go check out my Spookathon on in my Instagram bios. It would be much appreciated. Thanks, everyone, and have a great week. For this episode's Curtain Call, I would like to recognize a few people who also deserve to take a bow. This podcast would not be possible without the help from Dory Berenstein, Brittany Bigelow, Katie Rosen, Alan Seals, and the team at the Broadway Podcast Network. Next in line to take a bow is Tessie Tokash, who edits the audio and all the visuals for this podcast. A special thanks to patrons Brian Thompson, Pat McNamara, the listeners at PCC, as well as all of the other patrons for their continued support. If you're interested in becoming a patron, go to patreon.com TAB. And if you enjoyed this week's episode, don't forget to subscribe on the platform that you're currently listening to this on. Also, feel free to give us a follow on Instagram at TakeAboutPodcast. TakeAbout's logo is designed by Giselle Bustos, and the music is by Nikki Torsha and Cormac Collinon. Bye, everyone. Hope to see you next week. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.